When I was asked to speak Tuesday night, which is kind of quick for me, but be ready in season and out of season. So, of course, I sought Holy Spirit and I said, what do I speak on? I had a few things going on. And so he said, stay the course. And I said, Lord, but they're the choice that come out on Thursday night. (laughs) What I could do, this is my discussion, what I could do is get into the names of God. Wouldn't that be great? No, stay the course. (laughs) So he knew he was going to win, and he knew he was just going to settle me down, and that was it. So that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to share about staying the course. It, it, has, it has, it's a, it's a divine course. It's a walk of faith. It's the race of faith. And our Jesus is our author and finisher of our faith. It begins with him and it ends with him. So I said, okay, stay the, stay the course, Lord. Trust. We need to trust in order to stay the course. So, trust in Webster's 1928, confidence, a reliance, and this is one I really liked, or resting of the mind on the integrity, justice, friendship, and sound principles of another person. And I said, wow, Lord. So Proverbs 29, 25, and that is from the New King James Version is what I'm using. Other than a couple of times, I will be using the uh, Passion Translation. Just a couple of times. Proverbs 29, verse 25, which is, The fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. So as we trust in the Lord, From the beginning of our day, we all arise, we hope to all arise, and make the choice, Lord, I'm following you today, and flesh, die. (laughs) Pretty much. That's what we need to tell it. And then we start our day, and it begins with seeking him, getting into his word. And I've had a challenge with that. There was a time that I just didn't seem to be able to find the right time, the time that I wanted. And so I said, and, and I found myself for a fair amount of time going through a desert. What was inside of me was keeping me, however, 
don't ever allow that to suffice. Don't ever allow that to just, okay, that's enough. No, it's not. It will keep you in, in times, like when you're in the desert, or you feel like you're in the desert. I'll put it that way. So I said, Lord, uh, gave them all my excuses. You know, we all have them. Lord, it doesn't work in the morning. I'm not a morning person. And Lord, I'm so tired when I get home at night, I just, just want to flop. I, d I don't want to do anything. And so what did I do? I flopped and pressed a button. Well, I shouldn't have been pressing that button. However, my loving father brought me back to where I needed to be. And I'm quite honest with you, I'm still struggling with finding that time that I want with my Lord. But what I'm finding out, and I think all of us, but I can only speak for me, that every one of us have a hard truth to come to grips with daily. If we do not get intentional, yeah. make a determined, have the purpose be determined in our heart, if we're not intentional about our walk and the direction it's taking us, Life in general will decide for us. The culture around us will decide for us. And before you know it, because the enemy is sly, and before you know it, you're in a place that you never thought you would be in. So we have to make that decision. And until, we, until I make it to the point where I don't have to think about it, anymore in regards that it's a done deal. The decision's been made. There's no if, ands, and both anymore. I have to say that daily. I intentionally, and I'm determined to walk the purpose, the direction you have for me, Lord, for my life, out. I will not be swayed with what's around me. I will not be swayed by other people. Amen. I will not be swayed by opinions. The only thing that I want to be swayed by is your word. Because his word never returns void. It goes forth and it does what he planned and purposed for each and every one of us, depending on the plan, the unique plan he has for each and every one of us in our lives. For his glory, honor, and praise to extend his kingdom here on this earth and bring them in for God. Oh, my. Another word that I thought kind of a part of staying the course is commitment. Commitment. Another one of those words that you have to be determined. It's not, walking with God is not a wishy-washy walk. It's an adventure. All kinds of adventures walking with God. But he's very direct when he wants to get something across to us. He's very direct with me. So... And he'll say, no, this is the way, this is what I want, and there you go. 
I'm getting better. So commit means, or one of the meanings of it is to put into the hands or power of another. Is there anybody here on earth that you'd really do that for? I thought long and hard about that. Not really, Lord. So therefore, you want me to put, commit myself to you, Lord, and I can't see you. In his word, yes. Great description of who he is in his word. But I can't see you like I can see Pastor Paul or I can see Maria Galen or Suzanne. I can't see you that way. Not yet. But then I thought about it. Faith. How many things here on this earth do we take for granted even though we can't see them? We do it. So... Really, it, faith shouldn't be difficult. We're spiritual beings first, correct? Yeah. And so that's what we should, that's what I should, sorry, <laughs> be walking daily from my spirit. And my spirit should be in that place where it is above the flesh that needs to die. <laughs> An example of that today, I'm at work and it was kind of quiet, so I had an opportunity to go through my notes and stuff and get tried with a migraine. I didn't. I said, no, you don't. No. I didn't invite you in. I want no part of you. You're just a thief. So go. In Jesus' name. There's other days that I hadn't been able to do that. <laughs> so that, that to me is a victory. It's, it's a victory for me. And I'm thankful that... Uh, I'm seeing how as we, as I look more and more to him and less to me, self's got to die, that uh, I'm beginning to see his, his blessing, his, how much he wants to favor us and, and uh, give us those things that we desire and uh, the riches that he has available to us. And, and, and uh, I'm just starting to see that in my life. And it all began when I recognized that God loves me. That's where it started. It started when I really knew in my heart and had the revelation, God loves me. And once that took place, things started to change. And those things that I had were repetition is a wonder of learning, as Pastor Gary has told us several times, that those things that I had heard over and over and over again, all of a sudden I'm getting revelations 
on what those meant. And, it, and it's because I finally hooked up with God. Through knowing that he loves me, I was able to hook up with him. And my trust began to grow more and more, recognizing that, to me, trust was his truth, his revelation, the union we have with him, salvation. I'm so thankful. And thankfulness and gratitude is one of the number one things that I need to keep, number one, daily. That I'm thankful for all. That it doesn't matter whether my day goes the right way or not. That I'm thankful that I'm alive in Christ. Glory. I'm thankful that I'm going to heaven. Amen. I'm thankful that I'm whole that I'm healed, that I'm delivered, I've been set free, and I'm walking these out in my life. I'm just so thankful for my family here. Uh, thankful that I can go to God at any time. There are those that aren't able to do that. I'm thankful to be able to do that. Uh, just so thankful that we're still in a place where we can bring the word of God without any hindrances because there's a lot that, that aren't able to do that. Yeah. And I find as, we, as I recognized how much God loved me, I found that <laughs> it's not about me. It's, it's about others. It's about finding out in our hearts what do you want me to do? You know? And sometimes we get, there was times that I got caught up in that, that I got so caught up in it that in a way I got blinded in wanting to know what God wanted me to do. And in that, by doing that, not able to see God clearly. And we need to see God clearly at all times, because he's always with us. He said he'd never forsake us nor leave us. I've got to keep my hand away from him. He said that he would, he would never do that. He'd never leave us. He's always there. And then during our walk, uh, we meet with resilience. So what do we do when we meet with that? We spring back. That's what we do. First John 1 John 1.9. It takes but a moment. If in our hearts, and when I think of springing back, I'm thinking of Tigger. You know. But uh, we spring back. You know, we don't take days to come to the Lord and repent. We, we spring back. We, we get back on the trail. We get back on our walk. Straight ahead. Because 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I found that staying the course definitely 
involves the heart, our heart. Some days my heart wasn't in the right place. More than some days, but anyway, God's faithful. Usually in our heart is, is our design purpose. Our design purpose of what God desires. David had a heart after God. He wanted God's design purpose for his life. And he know in that, that he could get as close as he wanted to God. Because he knew he was in that right place with God. Did David fail? He missed the mark, just like I missed the mark. But he maintained, when his heart came in back into that place, the design purpose that God intended for his life. His real intention, his determined purpose. Another area that I've had to deal with, and <laughs> the will. The will. Father, you will be done. Step aside, flesh. God's coming through. There was a time, and, and, uh, and I'm not proud of this, I think there was a time that I went three years that I had, a, I, I attended church, I did keep doing that, but there was three years that I was struggling in, in areas, and at that point it was, it was because of things that I had gone through in regards to Christianity and, and, and churches, and I had just gotten to the point that I'll go to church, Lord, but so in his mercy and his grace, he brought me back. There's never a time that God won't bring you back. Never. There's nothing I can do that God would not take me back. Nothing, absolutely nothing. And we need to be very thankful and grateful for that and not take it for granted. Not think, oh, well, I can go, I can go to a bar tomorrow night. God won't mind. You better check the motive of your heart and the reason you're going to that bar to begin with before you do it. I'm not saying that there aren't people that don't minister to people in the bars I'm not going there. That's between God and them. But I'm just saying we need to check the motive of our hearts when we're doing things. And uh, never take the mercy and grace of God for granted. It's, it's not to be done. Another one is discipline. Oh, my. Father, help me. For some people, that's not an issue whatsoever. And bless them. Bless them, Lord. Bless them. You know, that, that's great. Not so much for me. 
I'm a lot better. God's taking me through. <laughs> He's taking me through. Thank you, Father. Amen. He's taking me through. Just depending on the way one has been raised, it can either grit you when it comes to certain words <laughs> and grate you. And discipline was one that, oh, that grated me. And it's because I hadn't been disciplined in love. And that makes all the difference, of course. And, uh, and, and I got to the place where I'm going to do whatever I want. I was very willful. <laughs> Not so much anymore. <laughs> Still working on me. <laughs> he loves me. So, you know, God disciplines us because he loves us. He instructs us. And discipline is, is, is instruction, it's education, it's subjecting to order and subordination. It's correction, it's chastising. It's punishing to the point where I believe with, with our spirit that when, uh, when you've gone maybe just a little bit too far, it's a pinch. All of a sudden, you're here. Daughter. In love. And he brings. And he may not explain. Oh, Lord, why? <laughs> why? Sometimes he doesn't answer my why. Sometimes he'll answer it maybe three months down the road because I'm not in the place at that time to be able to receive what he has to say to me correctly. That I just might, well, the will just might, you know, try to have its way. But, and I believe, so we've gone with trust, we've gone with commit resilience, we can bounce back, we can take a look at our heart, know our heart motives, be intentional in regards to your heart, guard it. God says guard your heart, for out of it flow the issues of life. Discipline. Know your God. I think that's the number one is that we need to know our God, who he is. And in knowing God, to know how to live on purpose for him. Don't take a chance in regards to that. We're, we're coming to a time in, in uh, the world that the enemy's pretty intentional about his purpose of trying to take as many as he can to hell with him. I think it's time that we as a church on a whole got very intentional about our purpose. We need to, we need to do that. And that really came to my, God really brought that to my attention as I was preparing this. 
because he always, with me, whatever he gets me to prepare, there's a lesson for me to learn in it, always. Not just for everybody, you know, but there's a lesson for me to learn. And I will always be learning because that's where I want to be. But we need to get intentional about our purpose for God. We're, we're going to have people coming, coming, and they're not just one or two. They're not going to trickle in. They're going to come in. And we need to be ready as Christians to be able to share with them the love of God, not our opinions, not what we think about them, because what we think really doesn't matter. They need the love of God shown to them right where they're at and go from there. We need to be ready to do that. So I need to check my heart. Lord, am I ready? Am I really ready that if they come in that I'll be able to do what you called me to do with them? Oh. I'm in prepare. <laughs> I'm in preparation mode. That's where I'm at. Some things, of course, some things are easier to do than others. But God likes to uh, have us go beyond our comfort zone. And when when someone first, I, can, I don't recall who it was that said that to me. You know, God wants you to go beyond your comfort zone. I said, no way, that's never happening. <laughs> well, he had, a, he had his way. <laughs> and uh, so we need to be intentional about our purpose. We need to be intentional about walking our walk of faith. If we're not walking in faith, then we're walking in fear. Because fear is the opposite of faith. And uh, perfect love casts out all fear. And unfortunately, the world is covered in fear. Sad to say. So we need to know in our hearts that we are walking by faith. And that we will, we will, we will be very instrumental in this last outpouring of the Spirit of God Glory. in this land. Very instrumental. And our being instrumental is going to depend on each and every one of us. Our choice daily to do what God wants us to do. To be real in a loving manner. To be bold about who you are in Christ. Because if you try it outside of Christ, it's not going to work. I've tried very hard. And trying got me nowhere. Absolutely. It just caused more frustration. Why can't I get this, I'd say. Why can't I get this? Why can't I get this? I didn't have to go through that, but I didn't have the revelation of it. But when I got it, I don't have to do anything. God's already done it all. I just need to be willing to do what he wants me to do daily. Maybe the next moment, 
one step at a time. That's what we need to do. And when we know our God, and we'll walk in the walk of faith, and we overcome the challenges because we already walk in victory, because he already won the victory. And so when we pray, we pray from a place of victory, knowing that he's met each and every need we have. So we really don't want for any need because he supplied them all. And I believe my heart is praise and thanksgiving is what our prayers should be mostly about, thanking him, having praise and thanksgiving to God for what he's already done. It's already done. We don't have to do it. God accomplished it all. The, the blood of Jesus is enough. It's enough. We don't need to add to it, and we don't need to take away from it. It is enough. Psalm 91, I'd like to read that in the Passion Translation. I, I, it really, when we walk our walk of faith, and we look to God for the answers, and sometimes we'll have an answer, and we'll say to ourselves, why do I need to bother God with that? Do yourself a favor. Bother him with it. Because he just might have a better solution or a quicker way than what you know. Yeah. Seek his wisdom. His wisdom. doesn't matter whether you've got an answer for what you're thinking about. Maybe God wants you to go about it just a little bit differently. I think we miss a lot by going ahead and doing what we know to do and not asking God. I know I have. I've missed a lot because of that. Why bother God, I'd say. He wants to be bothered. He wants to be asked. He's my father. He wants to give me that wisdom, that insight, that understanding to a situation that I can answer. He wants me to be bold about my walk. I asked for a half hour off today earlier. And I said, well, why do you need a half hour? I said, I don't need it, but I like this. I said, I'm going to get the opportunity to speak tonight. Where? At my church. Oh, that was the end of it, but just little things. Just little things. So, when you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds you and the stronghold that shelters you. The only God for you and my great confidence and your great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. And he will protect you from false accusations and any deadly curse. His massive arms. You know, I can't imagine how big God's arms are. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. 
His arms of faithfulness are a shield. They're keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or dis-ease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect us wherever we go, defending us from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me and to you. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and had been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you. For you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. We need to grab a hold of that. It's good to have that kind of encouragement when you walk in your walk of faith. And it, God has provided it. He's provided everything we need. There's nothing. There's nothing. Doesn't matter what our circumstances tell us. Doesn't matter whether something's just happened in our life that kind of takes us off balance a bit. Doesn't matter. We need to know that the God we serve loves us. And he has a better answer and more of a blessing than initially you had. He'll take that event, that challenge, and he'll turn it around for your good. And blessing will come forth from it. All he asks us to do, each and every one of us, is to stay the course. Thank you. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.